What's up? What's up, family? Listen. <laughs> we done made it to another season. Y'all welcome to season four. Yeah, your boy, I'm on season four now. Y'all can't touch me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, man, season four. I'm excited. Um, so, you know, somebody asked me, so what is the moniker? What's the what's the point at which you decide to make a new season? Because it doesn't seem like your seasons follow any kind of pattern. Like they don't follow uh, summer, winter, fall seasons. Right. They don't they don't follow um, like quarterly seasons. They don't they don't follow a, a pattern of, you know, this many episodes and then it's a new season. Right. It's, it's not really kind of. So, so how do you decide when to go to a new season? And what I told them was this. The way that I decide that it's time for a new season is when there's a new shift within me now. That's how it's been so far. I'm not saying that it's going to stay that way, but that's how it's been. And so um, there's definitely been a shift over the last, you know, 14 days within my life. And so I am, you know, I I am excited. I am, I have a lot of, emo- <laughs> I have a lot of emotions because you know, a lot has happened in the last 14 days. But man, one of the biggest, one of the biggest things that happened was I got a chance to go out to Atlanta, Georgia and visit Change Church, not for Sunday church, but to hear Dr. Myron Golden and Dr. Darius Daniels talk and teach at the Thrive 2023 conference. Man, listen, let me tell you, you don't know like I know. It was, it was, it was amazing. It was, it was nothing short of amazing. From the time, you know what? But let me tell you though, let me rewind a little bit. One part wasn't amazing. The part that wasn't amazing was I paid for VIP. I get to Atlanta in time enough for the VIP banquet, whatever it is, meet and greet. As a matter of fact, I'm getting I'm getting upset right now as I think about I ain't even gotten to the I haven't even told you the story and I'm getting upset. But anyway, I paid for VIP. But when I got to my hotel, because I was mostly the airport was far from my hotel, like an hour away. I didn't know it was that far. And so, you know, I learned some things about myself in this trip, and I came back home and I told my wife about that. That's our stuff. But um, it took me a long time to get from the airport to my hotel, and that was kind of frustrating. And so it did not even cross my mind that there was a VIP meeting greet. I'm sure when I paid for it, I knew that. That's why I paid for it. But from that time until... I realized I missed it. It hadn't crossed my mind. 
But here's the thing. So when I found out I, I missed it, how did I find out? I can't remember. Someone someone mentioned it in passing, so in the first session on Friday. And I was like, that was a VIP meet and greet? And the lady sitting next to me, she said, oh, yeah, it was good and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm VIP. I missed it. She was like, you didn't get the email? And so I scrolled through my emails. And so I missed the email because the email came from Ticketlocity and not Darius Daniels. And so I never saw the email. And so I never got the instru- I never got any of the VIP instructions or anything. So I missed that. And listen, it may be a new season, but I'm the same on me. Okay. And I'm still the kind of man that I've, I've matured to the kind of man where I'm not ashamed to admit my emotions. Sitting, sitting there next to that lady, when I found out I missed my opportunity to be up close and personal with Darius Daniels and Dr. Myron Golden, the two men who have shaped my life and marriage over the last 18 months. I missed it because of my own ignorance or whatever the case, because nobody did it but me. They did their part, you know. I was sitting there. I literally, no, 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 this is not a metaphor or exaggeration. I literally had to fight back tears. Because that's 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 how bad I wanted to meet them because these brothers have impacted my life. Now here's the thing. That mean that 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 that's really not that significant to you. That re- doesn't really matter. Like, okay, so what? You you was, you know, another a guy fawning over another guy. Man, that's that's kind of weird. So let me give you a little background. And I know me saying this doesn't really give you the full picture, but, uh, you know, indulge me and I'll indulge you. Um, Clifton Eugene Brantley is not the kind of brother that is ever, never have been since I was a kid, never been starstruck. Meaning when I see a star, I've never been, oh, my God, let me, you know, I need to get autographs. Let me get around. Now I may low key want to look and see, you know, watch him just like everybody else. You know, we you know, we look at people and people watch, right? But I've I've never been that kind of person, and I've been I I, I was standing next to um um uh Kevin, not Kevin Willis, yeah Kevin Willis. I was standing next to Kevin Willis one time in the club, just standing there, and 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 Marcus Camby, time when he played for the Rockets. Standing there, and I'm like, bro, I can't see no girls. Y'all tall, y'all all in the way. I'm like, y'all, how are we supposed to see around y'all? And they laugh, and I kind of squeeze on between because I'm short. I guess I'm making it. That that was an irrelevant story. But the point <laughs> point is, I'm I, I've never been so so. I'm not impressed by. I'm not impressed by a lot of human beings, and I'm even more unimpressed with men, and then watch this, I am even more unimpressed than that with preachers. So, uh, it, it, it's not a, it's not a, you know, that that ain't, that's not my norm. Now, if you believe that, right, it is true, but I'm saying if you kept, if you take that and you put that with what I'm saying as far as me sitting here 
literally fighting back tears because I didn't get to meet these brothers. That should tell you the impact they've had on my life. And, and listen, they've had this impact on my life and uh, I've never, we've never spent any personal time together. Like they're, they aren't my peers or, you know, like we don't chit chat and iron sharpens iron. That, that doesn't happen. But I am the man that I am and, and I have the marriage that I have and I'm becoming the husband that I'm becoming because of their teachings. And as crazy as this is, Dr. Myron Golden primarily teaches about business. Him teaching about business, but teaching it from the Bible because I'm a Bible person. I love the Bible. But he got me to reading it differently. First of all, he got me to reading it more frequently. I'm ashamed to say that, but it's true. But he got me to, to reading it differently. And then I'd, I had already been trained at Good, Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church under Dr. D.Z. Cofield and the Sons of Hope. They prepare you. If you say you call to preach, um, Dr. Dr. Cofield's, um, um, what I guess, you know, the thing that he says, not really a slogan, but he'll say, you know, a call to preach is a call to preparation. And we had to, like, if you was going to preach, First of all, when we preached a trial sermon, we had to write out the manuscript, everything we we're going to say word for word, and then we had to hand that in. And then when we got up to preach, we had to say what was on that manuscript or we was going to, you know, we was going to hear about it, you know, no penalties or whatever. So my point is they would not allow you to preach what's not in the text. You couldn't, we couldn't do topical messages. You couldn't eisegese, like you could not, uh, 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 uh. and you had to go line by line. You, you can't like, and so at first that was frustrating because I grew up, you know, preaching stuff that the text don't even mean. <laughs> That's the kind of preaching I grew up around. So it was frustrating at first, but then when I began to get into it and realize, man, this can preach like this, it became rich. Now, um, I said all that to say I kind of went down the rabbit hole with the whole DZ Cofield and Sons of Hope thing, but I'm saying with Dr. Myron Golden inspired me to read the Bible more. I mean, yeah, more and and differently. And then I already learned at, at DZ Cofield's uh, Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church uh, how to not read myself into the text and I'm just putting everything together. And then Darius comes along every Sunday and just drops knowledge. And then now he's in the business space and I'm trying to grow a business. And man, I was just, I, that should tell you the impact they've had on my life. And here's the thing. I can say without a shadow of a doubt for me, like I could pick someone in the Bible. Like I really can. I could say, Lord, I want to have the kind of impact Peter had. Lord, I want to have the kind of impact Jesus had. I want to have the kind of impact. I'm trying to be more realistic, right? I want to kind of. I want to have the kind of impact James had or Paul had. I could say that, and I could pick, you know, what's written, and try to do those things. Which that would be enough, right? If do those things, if you do them perfectly, that'd be enough. But do those things. But it's not a. It's not a clear picture of their whole life, existence, everything, you know, it's, it's only the important parts. Where here, I have these two brothers living out the gospel right in front of me, and I can say, Lord, 
I want to be impactful, as impactful as these two brothers right here. These two are, for me, for currently, when I get to them, then I'll pick someone higher. And until I get to God, then, okay, now, now, Lord, it's just you. But right now, those two brothers are my standard. And so, yeah, I was, um, I was, I was, <laughs> I was crushed that I didn't get to meet and greet. Uh, but anyway, man, I took a long time telling that story, huh? Hey, welcome to season four. So, <laughs> uh, I did get a chance to take a picture with Dr. Myron, I mean, um, Darius eventually. Uh, that was cool. On, at the end of the second day, I got a chance to take a picture. So I was saying that's one of the, amaz- the amazing the amazing things that's happened in the last 14 days because I went to Atlanta one way. I literally came back another way. I did. I, I, I came back a different man. And I've been operating as such um, since I came back. My wife can attest to that, I believe, because she's noticed it. So anyway... Um, so as you, as you, if you saw the cover, you actually, if the cover is up when this, this actually the cover may not be up when this episode airs, because I'm getting ready to put this episode up in the next few minutes. So, uh, and the cover isn't finished, but this is season four. And with season four, I decided to not just, I'm not just shifting in my spirit and in my soul. I'm also shifting the title of the podcast. So I'm going to leave this here, uh, Mastering Love and Life with Clifton Brantley. I'm going to start a new podcast. Um, and what I'll do, I'm going to post the new episodes that I do from season four on under the new podcast. I'm going to post them um, here and on the new podcast channel. So you'll be so whether you stay over here and you follow or you, you know, switch over to the new podcast, you'll be getting the same content because I'm uploaded to both of them. It's just that. Yeah, that's right. One will be season one, one will be season four. So it'll be like that. So what's the name of the podcast? Well, I am glad you asked that. The name of the new podcast is. You know, I was thinking when I was in Atlanta, I was around a lot of beautiful women. I was. And, you know, I didn't have my wife. Right. But I was there. I went there. I was focused. So I go to Atlanta, come home. Hot Atlanta, as they call it. I come home. And me and my wife, we, you know, we kiss, make up, not make up. We wasn't fighting, but we kiss and, you know, talk and stuff. And she grabbed my ring and, you know, with the, she was making a joke. She was like, you know, how many, she said, did you take this off while you was in Atlanta? And I was like, yeah, I didn't have it on the whole time. I was just, I had no ring on. I was just out there and we both laugh. So later on though, um, I'm in the restroom. I'm about to take off my ring. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna keep it on. Cause I was going to take a shower. And then I thought about what my wife said. And um, when I thought about what she said, I it then hit me. You know, there was not one time, not one time at all, while I was in Atlanta, 
did it ever cross my mind to take my ring off. Not one time. So I mentioned about the beautiful women. I, 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 I put that in the wrong place, right? I was supposed to mention the beautiful women after I tell you about, you know, I went to Atlanta. Anyway, so forget I messed that part up. But the point is there were beautiful women there, but they didn't phase me. Like, I mean, they're good to look at. Like, I, I know a nice car when I can see, oh, that's a nice car, and not want to drive it. And I didn't want to drive any one of them. Why am I even sharing that? So, I mean, you're married. That's what you're supposed to be. True. That's true. However, the Clifton Brantley that has historically been on the planet before this marriage, and let me be clear about that, right? But I'm just saying my history, the history of who I've been as a carnal Christian, that old brother could not have ever went to Atlanta and at least, because I would just like, you know, forget marriage, like, you know, even back then. But I at least would have took off my ring and flirted at minimum. And having a room by myself, if someone would have made an advance, I probably wouldn't have denied it, to be honest. And so I'm in the bathroom and I'm thinking about this and I become overwhelmed with emotion. Why? The reason I become overwhelmed with emotion is because I was thinking about all of the stuff I've done outside of God's will. I begin to think about all of the complaining that I've done. I begin to think about all of the, Lord, why are you doing this to me? Why you give me this woman? Why you sending me over here? Why you not blessing my business? Why, why, why? I start thinking about all of that. And then I put it against the grace of God that while I am doing that, he is delivering me into being the husband that you confessed out of your mouth that you would one day be. God didn't have to do that. He could have left me where I was. He could have destroyed me. You know, a whole lot could have happened. But all while I am complaining and not appreciating and being ungrateful, he's blessing. And I'm so focused on what he's not doing that I can't see what he is doing. And I know that resonates with somebody. Listen, you better stop focusing on what you don't have and bless God for what you do have. Use it and work, work your field. Okay. And man, listen, I was overwhelmed with emotion. I stood in a, I stood in the, in the bathroom and I cried. I know literally at, 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 at minimum 10 minutes straight. I could not stop because, and they were tears of joy and overwhelm for God's love for me. I was just overwhelmed. Like, how could you love me like that? And that's when I got back from Thrive. That was the final, that was the final twist. I already came back from Atlanta to Houston, a different man. But when that happened, that was the final shift. And here was the shift. I said, you know what? Um, when it comes to sin, Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, somebody asks you, hey, babe, you want, you, you want some more food? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. And that mean, I don't want any more. Right? Hey, man, you cold? Nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. 
That means leave me alone. Don't bother me. I'm good where I am. When it comes to um, habitual sin, um, little white lies, um, um, cheating the government, I don't do that anyway. But if it ever came to my mind, uh, now nah, I'm I'm good, bro. I'm I'm good on sin. Now I'm not saying that I'm going to be perfect. That's I'm a human being. Come on, I, I'm not I'm not crazy, right? Not all the time. Um, I'm saying I am good on. Like I want to look temptation in the eye and say, no, nah, I'm not doing that because historically I've been weak with temptation. But 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 but. I told my wife this last night. I said, baby, um, anytime you're tempted to sin, whatever it is, whether you want to go off on somebody or whether you want to do something pleasurable, just ask yourself, is the pleasure of this worth his favor? And if it is, then go ahead and do it. But ask yourself that every time. And that's for you, my listeners. Is the pleasure of that thing worth his favor? And if you don't have his favor, well, just you can use common sense and still answer that question. It's God's favor. If you ain't never had it or 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 so you think if you've never recognized it, you still you, anybody would pick. Anybody knows the answer to that. But. What you choose will tell you who you serve. And that would be you or God. But anyway. I didn't really come on here to preach. I didn't come to preach, but I came to have a good time. Listen, I am excited about um, season four. So here's something else. Let me tell you, there was something else. Um, Where's my, oh, yeah, there was something else. Yeah. There was something else that what? Y'all say it with me. I was thinking. Man, I discovered that um, there's some areas in my life where I have not grown, where I thought I've grown. So listen, if you're going to be a great man, if you're going to be a great person, right? if you're going to be a great Christian, first of all, you got to serve, right? I'm not going to change what God said. First of all, you got to serve, but that's not what I was about to mention. So let me take away the word great. If you're going to be your best self for God's glory, you have to become comfortable. Or if not comfortable, because I can't tell you how to feel, at least consistent and okay with looking in the mirror. Yeah, you 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 got to become good at self-examination because if you don't look in the mirror if you don't examine yourself you'll find yourself walking in pride and you'll be thinking you're walking the right way and you're not so so i was thinking as so as i looked in my self-help uh mirror so to speak you know looking at my stuff you know just trying to grow i began to notice something um so you if i don't know how long you've been listening but let me just tell the story again so i was a michael jordan fan when i was a kid loved michael jordan that's probably the only it's probably especially when i was in high school the only person 
when I was talking about I'm not really a fan type, he'd probably be the only person. I mean, it was Michael Jordan, right? Um, but so I was a Michael Jordan fan. And I played like my, my like like Mike. I mean, <laughs> I don't mean I was as good as Mike. I mimicked Jordan like most folk did, right? And uh, most people, most people, most of the people that I went to high school with, they don't even know my real name. They just call me Jordan. <laughs> that's how much I like Jordan, and that's how much I played like him. I looked like him when I was playing. There, that's good. So. I always had aspirations to play basketball, at least in college. But I didn't have the skills, right? I didn't develop them. And so it wasn't until I watched The Last Dance during the um, the pandemic that I realized that what made Michael Jordan great wasn't what I saw on TV. It was what I didn't see. And so what I, what I, what I used to say before this episode what I used to say is, man, if I had known that it took all of that to be great, if I knew that if because because I love Michael Jordan so much when I was a kid, if I knew that he was training like that, I would have put in that hard work and trained like that. So I could have been great. I'm like, I just did not know. Like, I didn't know it took that to be great. And no one around me, no one around me around me was great. So no one could show me what it looked like. No one could tell me. I, 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 thought, I just thought he was talented, right? And you, you work on your talent, keep playing basketball, and bam. I didn't know that he worked so hard at it. And again, before this episode, I used to say, if I had known that, I probably would have gone further in my basketball career. Yeah. And then today. Here's what I what I what I realized today. Here's what I realized today. Um, that same. So I, I'm doing the same thing. I found myself doing the same thing today at 51. That I did back in high school before. So so here's what I'm saying. The way that I was before. I knew about the last dance. I found myself that way at 51 after I've seen the last dance. How did I catch that? Because, so, I told you I've been following uh, Dr. Myron Golden, Golden and Darius Daniels for a while. Uh, Darius Longer. And um, so, I... I do believe I'm gifted, right? I do, I do believe I haven't maximized my gifts, right? That's, hold on, that's coming. <laughs> uh, but I do believe I'm gifted. But in the same way where I thought Michael Jordan was doing what he was doing on talent, and if I just keep working my gift, I can get there, I just realized today. Well, first, let me tell you what happened. So I was in Darius Daniels. I mean, his his Daniels Den. He has a, a coaching program, Um for entrepreneurs, it's kind of like a, it's a, it's a, it's a community. It's a great thing. Okay. So I'm in Daniel's Den and I'm, 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 cause I just signed up. So I'm going through basic training and I'm watching the videos and man, I'm like, so now I had done Daniel's Den before and I was like, I don't really think this is for me. 
So I kind of pulled out of it. So this is Daniel Den's, Daniel's Den 3.0. got a new version. And so I'm going through the basic training. I'm like, man, this is really good. Like, okay. And so as he's dropping knowledge, it dawned on me. I'm watching the last dance right here. And what I've been doing and complaining to God about, I've been, I don't know how, because on my in my conscious mind, this is not true. So it, it's in my subconscious because it's coming up in my coming up in my behavior. But I was treating Darius and Myron like they operating on um talent. Darius specifically. You know, he's really gifted and he's really talented. He knows he knows how to speak, right? And so um if I just keep speaking and if I keep just keep doing things and I'll get there. I don't remember thinking that. But honestly, my behavior says that more so, more than that, the conviction that I got when I realized I'm watching this basic training, things that he's saying he does, I don't do any of that, not even kind of close. I have no discipline. I'm disorganized. But yet you want to be on the same level as them and you you want them to open up the class to you for them to teach you, lower the price for you to teach you, and you haven't even done the very basic stuff. I was humbled and I said, you know what? I'm doing the same thing I did to Michael Jordan before the last dance. That's crazy. But watch this. Don't laugh too hard. The fact that I'm telling you this, it's it's so that you'll pull out your mirror and see your blind spot. Because I just told you mine, which means I, I am now self-correcting, right? I am I, I am humbled under the mighty hand of God. I want you to look in your mirror and see where are your blind spots? Where's their pride hiding? And you can't know, like you got to examine it well and you got to use the word of God. But if you're not comfortable looking in the mirror, if you're not comfortable examining yourself, if you're not comfortable saying, Lord, what is in me that you don't want in me because it doesn't please you? Give me direction on how to live my life Tell me, order my steps in your word, which means I got to be in your word, but order my steps. Like, is that you? Look in the mirror. And, 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 you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta self-correct. That's what I was thinking about. So, and, and I hope you caught it in case, because when you hear this episode, it's still going to be on the, under the old title. The name of the new podcast is... I was thinking. That's it. That's what it's going to be. I was thinking. That's the name of the new podcast. I was thinking. So um, I hope you guys are ready for a, a, I hope you guys are ready for a, um, an awesome season because I have some great content prepared for you. Some life changing things and, and, and I believe some things that God's just going to speak to me. Why? Because I be thinking. And so every time I give you an episode, it's going to be something that I was recently thinking about. That doesn't mean it's not going to be a lesson in it. That doesn't mean it's not going to be um, biblical or, or, or maybe even a Bible lesson. But I'm going to tell you what I was thinking about it. I appreciate you guys. Listen. If you like the content that I'm doing and if you're looking for more or, you know, looking forward to more, go ahead and like 
give me some stars and some comments and you know make it look like i'm online somewhere like i look invisible <laughs> i see people liking it and downloading but you know make a comment you know nice 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 you know voice great content um hey work on this whatever just you know encourage your boy all right <laughs> y'all take care <laughs>